0: Hey
1: family, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> welcome welcome to Culture Proof Live. Yes, um, it's Tuesday, it's 8.15 central time, so that means that we are all gathered uh, here to collectively <laughs> lament. <laughs> this week, we're, oh, this week we're lamenting. Last week we didn't lament, we celebrated the family and yes, God's yes. beautiful design for the proliferation of the gospel. First and foremost in the family, the Hamiltons joined us. And boy was that great, right? I mean, it was so nice that we had we had to have two parts because <laughs> it just went on. It was the it was the visit that didn't end. Yeah. And um and man, it was just great. And so somebody said, somebody said, "Man, should this be a regular thing?" <laughs>
2: hey, well, yes, you know. Yes. Sure. I'm game. I think I'm we game. should
1: I think we should make it a regular thing.
2: I'll tell uh, you what, with tonight is what Brother Abe called foolishness du jour.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> man, what did our brother A.T., the scribe, oh, say boy. right here in the chat? He said, Mike Todd, spirit of dumb. Now, listen. So we are going to do, and this is, I think, a Culture Proof Live first. We're going to do um, a little bit of reaction to a link that somebody sent me earlier this <laughs> week. and um, And so shout out to Rachel, Rachel T., In Mm -hmm. Mississippi, you know who you are, okay? Um, She sent me this link, and it was kind of one of those Will the Great type presents. It was like, here you go.
2: (laughs) I'm known for giving gifts like this.
1: Those are the kinds of gifts that he gives, right? Check this out. (laughs) And and then Mm. immediately, almost immediately, okay, my blood pressure starts to rise where it's like, oh, man, (laughs) this is just so bad. And so I, I thought, what about if we just talked about the problem that's in this video here and what i want to do is we've got mariah mariah is going to join us on the live and so we can bring her in i think we can add her hey mariah what's up hey. all right <laughs> very very good okay so mariah actually um wanted to be a part of this discussion and we wanted to discuss just kind of what would be the issue with the live or not with the live with the video that we are starting with and then we're going to bring just a couple receipts as we kind of make our point. OK, so this video was sent to me and um, it was it was uh, Mike Todd being <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh my goodness. it was Mike Todd being interviewed by Tim Ross. And <laughs> just the combination there <laughs> right. is just sort of like, OK, wow. Um, but they and I, I actually tried to watch the entire podcast because I thought, man, there's probably way more. Um, stuff in here and and i wanted to try to get a little bit of context for the for the um for the video that i was sent and i couldn't get through it (laughs) okay okay i'm just gonna tell you straight up like i just (laughs) i couldn't get through it yeah it was awkward for me i just i was like man i can't even do it for you like i can't i can't watch (laughs) any more of it it was just i found myself literally like and not even like a figure of speech you know i found myself literally just cringing like kind of oh, man, why are they talking like that? Like, they're they're men, and why are they uh, communicating man, like that? And so, yeah. anyway, um, we're going to play this clip for you. We will watch it together, and then we'll come out of it, and we'll talk, because it sounds like it's being communicated, like it's something that is really deep and really <laughs> profound, right? But it's not. Let's, let's add um, this, this footage here, and then here we go.
3: We may not be everybody's cup of tea. Never will be. And it's okay. When I tell you it's okay. The truth of the matter is if we all like the same flavor, there would be one drink at the convenience store.
0: But if you walk
3: into the convenience store, no matter how big or small, there's a hundred different options because we all like different flavors. Absolutely correct. And it's time for the church to stop being offended if everybody doesn't like your drink. It's okay. I don't have to bash Dr. Pepper because I like Sprite. (laughs) And I don't have to say that you're just a health nut because you drink matcha and I like dark coffee. Yeah. The truth of the matter is. (laughs) What? If there is any amount, watch, if there is any amount (laughs) of the thirst being quenched, don't do that. We should celebrate specifically if we're all in the beverage sector of economy (laughs) what are you trying to say if we're all believers if there's any thirst being quenched if anybody's getting saved, if anybody's moving closer to jesus we should be celebrating Okay. Well, oh on, my God. I mean, come on, man.
2: Come on, man. Come,
1: come on, on, man. I mean,
2: come on, come man. On, come man. on, man.
1: Like, really. I mean, come
3: on, man.
1: So, uh, <sighs> so first of all, who was it? Somebody said secondhand embarrassment—that um, feeling that you get when you haven't done the thing, but you're embarrassed that the thing was done, and and you know that it's, you know what I mean? It's not a personal reflection of you, but you right. you feel but, it. Yeah,
2: you feel the yeah. They should feel it, but they don't. But you feel it because you're watching this train wreck. And I'm like, why Why? why, why do they talk like that?
1: So, well, f- there's so much that you could, you could there's so many first oh of goodness. alls. You know wow. what I mean? You usually say first of all when you want to get to the first thing. Wow. But there are so many first of alls. Okay. Um, the epic music that was added to make this a real, um, the Uh-oh, expressions, yeah. you know, right? Like <laughs> Stephanie said, I got nothing.
2: <laughs> so, I'm with you.
1: So <laughs> diminishing, diminishing the singularity of the gospel yeah. and the importance of absolute truth mm. in the body of Christ and <laughs> saying that people should be able to do whatever they want to do um, and, and
2: just have that. Uh, it may not just be with, 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 with our flavor. <laughs> so people would
0: be. Fam- I, go I ahead, Mariah. The same. Oh, no, I was just going to say that all our flavors should be the same. This is one truth. So, it shouldn't be like we all have different drinks that we prefer. And like, you know, it, the goal of the gospel is not to just like try to diminish itself so that it can reach other people. It's supposed to stay the same and still be just as heart penetrating. Like, I, I don't know. Yes, I feel like right on. It, it's not supposed to change. Amen. It's not supposed to be different. It's supposed to be one drink.
1: Amen. It's Amen. It's it's amazing, and and I think now. See, you're saying that right, and that's immediately obvious to you. But as you watch that clip, <laughs> like, you, it's like hold on, it's like having a mouse in the house. Did you see that? Did you see him no, run by? A, yeah, it's a mouse in the house. It's a, it's a mouse in the house. Um, it's not like it is. But <laughs> but but can I say something? Did you hear? So Mariah, just from your perspective, um, mm-hmm. as you watched that, did you feel like um, the reaction coming like between these? two men who you know are pastor and teacher one is i guess an, an evangelist now turned podcaster he was a minister term podcaster um did you feel like they both were ministering to one another like what's what's the reaction That's, like what's going on
0: honestly what i was gonna say it just seems like they're happy that they're both on the same terms and wanted to kind of like gathered together wanted to talk with each other wanted to have time together like um but they both they it's not like they're challenging each other they're they're like-minded yes so of course (laughs) the other guy is going to (laughs) like they're very dramatic they're
2: they're very dramatic yes yes
0: on the same thing it's the exact same like they have the same values and so it's not like mike todd saying anything that's profound or or,
2: um, or biblically like, accurate, <laughs> right? Right. That's probably well, the most important. Ever, no, right.
1: No, he's really <laughs> not. And so here's the thing. So when I was I was sent this video, like this is utterly ridiculous, right? Because the whole thing is to create a space where you can do whatever you want in the Lord's church, and you can't be challenged because then what it becomes <laughs> is a preference, right? Mm-hmm. If we take things from the realm of righteousness, if we say that this is not a question of sin or a question of the right representation of who God is, okay? Um, Which again, um, not presenting God as he is, is blasphemous, Mm. right? So if Mm. we remove those terms, those terms are really heavy and those terms are really weighty, then we are free to talk about Dr. Pepper versus Sprite. We're free to talk about matcha versus coffee. But what we're really talking about is people's eternities. Because you've got a church, Mike Todd has an incredibly large church church that he
2: oversees and that saddens saddens me because i'm like when i look out at the crowd when i i see some of these videos i'm like man the people the people but then it comes to to mind second timothy chapter Mm. four you know three for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but wanting to have their ears tickled Mm -hmm. they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires yes man that's sad but, and sobering, because that's what's happening in a lot of these places. These people get up here and do these performances, you know, and, and they have to bring all these different props. And And look, if I say props because they get extreme with it. You know what I'm saying? They, they do things that's extra biblical mm-hmm. to try to, like, entertain people mm-hmm. when they can't just preach the word. Right. They have to have all these different things to go along with it. Yep. And I'm like, man, but people love it. They they're they're getting their, their ears tickled, and so they accumulate these teachers to themselves. And
1: that's the thing that's really grievous. Like, and I was there was a scripture that came to my mind as I was watching this, and um, it's in First Corinthians chapter twelve. Um, verse 13. Now in context, and because context is important, right? The apostle Paul is talking about the various members of the one body, how though we are many members, we are one body, the body of Christ. And, um, but there's a, there's a portion of scripture where interestingly enough, there is a reference made to a drink and it's the one drink of the one spirit. So it's interesting to me that Mike Todd is talking about, we've got all these different drinks,
4: We've, I mean it is it is
1: it is almost like completely opposite of what the scriptures say. Now even if even if you ripped it out of its context, it's completely opposite of what the scriptures say. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, it says, For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit.
2: One Uno? One.
1: Now now <laughs> I tell you, that's not going to draw from uh tim ross that's not going to draw from him
2: mm. Right.
1: The looks. Like right. I'm, I'm tempted to replay the video because I want you guys to focus on Tim Ross's face. Like I let's
0: let, let, let's Can let's, we can do, do it? Let's just
1: I, I want to replay <laughs> the video and then we want to bring in some receipts because I think that there's there's something that Mike Todd is doing here. And mm-hmm. I want to be very clear about what he is doing. And then I want to bring in some receipts to make the point. But let's just play, just in case people are just jumping on the live, just joining us. This is the present that I was sent by our sister who said, Hey, check this out. Right, and here we go.
3: We may not be everybody's cup of tea. Never will be. And it's okay. It When I tell you it's okay. The truth of the matter is, if we all like the same flavor, there would be one drink at the convenience store. But if you walk into the convenience store, no matter how big or small, there's a hundred different options because we all like different flavors. Absolutely correct. And it's time for the church to stop being offended. If everybody doesn't like your drink.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay.
3: I don't have to bash Dr. Pepper. Because I like Sprite come on. man. And I don't have to say that you're just a health nut because you drink matcha. And I like dark coffee. Yeah. The truth of the matter is (laughs) if there is any amount watch if there's any amount of the thirst being quenched, don't that. we should celebrate specifically if we're all in the beverage sector of economy.
1: Of economy? What are you
3: trying to say? If we're all believers?
1: <laughs> no, but we're not.
3: If there's any thirst being quenched.
1: But it's not. If
3: anybody's getting saved, if anybody's moving closer to Jesus. No. We should no. be celebrating.
1: And here's the thing, and, and who is, who is, is, is that your mom in that, what, is your mom on set there?
2: I was going to say, was, wrong that.
1: was that his mama? I'm sorry, been. mama. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mama. You're not there. Mom knows the truth. Mom's not there. I'm just joking. Listen, oh here's the problem. Goodness. The true and living God must be lifted up. Amen. Do you understand? Like the, the God of Scripture must be presented to people. The Jesus Christ who was crucified once for all, the Jesus Christ of Scripture must be presented to people. And if you present the Christ that you have created or you present the God that you like, that you have designed, or even if you present the God that you get to tell him what to do. OK, as we often see in this kind of context, it's you tell God what to do. Then you have not presented to people the one who saves their soul. So so when you start talking about the matcha and what did you say, Mariah, was health, the health. Oh, yeah. the, when you start presenting the health <laughs> drinks. OK, like a
0: health
1: nut. The, the, the people Help. are not coming to Christ. They are not coming to living water. They they are coming to something that has been manufactured, which we define as an idol. We define that as idolatry.
0: I was just going to say something real quick. I I think that there's something to be said about, yeah, people have different styles of teaching. There's all kinds of different styles of teaching, but the message has to be the same. If he's saying that, like, um, license to cuss and stuff like that, which we talked about, is that that, that other guy? Mm-hmm. If, if he's talking yeah. about now, you know... You know um, if people just don't like the way I'm cussing, you know, then uh, that's just if that's what he's trying to cloak it as, that's different. But if he's talking about a broad, broad scope of things like different teaching styles, I feel like everybody has a different teaching style. But the message is the same. Amen. Our teaching styles diff- or not ours. Um, sound Christian teaching styles. What I've noticed is they're not trying to alter the message. Yes. Just teaching differently. It's the same message with him. And then what's the other guy's name? Tim know. Ross. No. Tim Ross. Um, it's not like it's the same message. It's it's like it's muddied, basically. Mm. It's, there's all kinds of analogies that they're using just to get really just to get hand clapped, it seems like. Mm. Doesn't really mm. seem like, oh. like it doesn't really seem like the meat of it is there. It just seems like, come on, come on, y'all like me. Like you know yeah. I mean, that's just what it seems like it is, just to get people excited. And they yeah. leave like, yeah. you know, on an emotional high, but it doesn't mm. like they're um
1: any substance there. Yeah. I'm really glad to hear you say that. That shows an incredible amount of discernment. And I think that's what we've got to be able to recognize. It's not all about just emotionally moving people, you know, and look, and I'm a loud listener. So I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking even as you're talking, I'm going, yeah, man, that's hitting the mark that we need to be able to recognize that we've come to the one faith. There is one faith. The apostle Paul described it as the one faith, right? That he received, that he passed on. Um, Jude, the same thing, the faith, the gospel, the Mm. the one thing. And so it's not like these many different presentations that you are free to pick from and believe that you have the truth. It's just your truth. Now, to your point, Mariah, we're going to play another clip here. um, And this is Mike Todd, um, because when we talk about coming to the truth, like he he is giving this presentation as if his style, just as the point you just made here, as if as if his style is different, but his content, with, we all have the same. We're all in the in the the business, the drink economy. Man, <laughs> I don't I don't even know what to say about that. But my question is, are we? So when we've got teaching like what we're about to put up here, does this signify or does this signal that we are all in the same drink? Economy. Okay, I don't know here we go
3: God decided Male and female I, No, 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 I'm not this is not a bad. I need y'all to hear my heart on this This is not a bashing. This is not a he If I was there, maybe I would have told him is there something in the middle you could do like kind of a like a little maybe if somebody well, I was born like this. I don't know how I feel that I, I feel you and I wish that there was an option of other in the kingdom. I did that? I don't freaking know. <laughs> I know. Honestly, what? I wish God would have made it so much simpler and it was like A, B, C, or D like Frick. What? No, I'm serious. And that's As a problem. As like, so what do you think about gay
2: men?
1: I don't know. What? You don't know. Why are you, hold on a second. The, 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 <clears>
2: the throat> Christian throat> cussing,
1: throat> are your shoulders, do you feel it across Ooh. your shoulders and your back? Okay, right. We need, you, you've got to respond. It mm. demands a response. Mm. So this is egregious, right? Because there are several things happening here because remember he's painting the picture that. It's it's all just different flavors of drinks, okay, that we're all, we're all teaching the same thing, that we're all hearing the same thing taught in different ways. Um, that is a lie. So when you have a presentation like this, first of all, you are calling into question the wisdom of God. Mm. And you are doing that to applause. You right. are doing that to people who obviously don't know the holiness of God. There's no fear of God in their eyes. So you are saying, if I had been there... I would have said, what about him. What about we don't have the binary? <laughs> what about if we have A, B, C, mm-hmm. or D? And then you're saying that you are responsible for the blood of these people who are listening to you. You are a teacher. You are responsible for the souls of these people. You're supposed to be overseeing the souls of these people. <laughs> and you set up a scenario where they come to you. And they say, Pastor, what about gay marriage? And then expletive, expletive, I don't know. <laughs> why are you there? Why why right. are you there?
2: You don't know. Wow. You shouldn't be. Wow. That I mean that that's saying a lot. You don't know. <laughs> like it almost gives gives me a tone of like, you know, Lauren Daigle. Uh, you know, when when they're when they're asked about these issues like homosexuality uh, and stuff like that, it's its always this fluffiness, this beating around the bush, this soup mouth. You it's know? very sad. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't, man, the Bible tells us.
1: So what do you what do you think he's doing? And I'm just curious to know, Mariah, like when you see that clip, what do you think Mike Todd is doing um, in his communication? Do you think that he's attempting to be truthful? Or I'm sorry, to, to tell the truth or to, to align himself with the truth, to be truthful with the people who are listening to him? Or do you think, what do you, what do you perceive as happening as you watch that clip?
0: Well, I wanted to say something to what was said before about um, him saying uh, the thing about him not knowing. I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it seems like a lack of discipleship, but it's weird to say that about the pastor. You You said it seems
1: like a lack of discipleship. I want you to kind of unpack that just a little bit.
0: Yes, I was saying it seems like a lack of discipleship um, in the pastor, which I'm not suggesting at all that the pastor is the epitome of like the most discipled human. Like I'm, but usually they get to a point of um, whether well read in the scriptures to where they can like shepherd a flock, <laughs> and he seems like he's a part of the flock. Man, right? it seems like he just seems like he needs a little more help. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say it seems and, it seems okay. like he um, has been discipled by, by Tim Ross. It seems mm-hmm. like, it, you know, that he has a big influence on, on him as well. And it's almost like birds of a feather. You know, yeah. they, they're flocking together and they, you know, kind of feeding off each other. and it's, it's sad.
1: So I'll tell you what I think he's trying to do. And then you guys tell me, and then y'all chime in on the live and we'll throw your comments up and we'll read them and, and bring you into the conversation here. Um, it seems to me that he is trying to find a, um, a, passionately clever way to say that there is a binary that there is male or female but he is also considering his own personal comfort in communicating that fact right so what I don't want is I don't want to be disliked I don't fear God enough that I would be disliked by people who would hear me preach the truth just straight up right so what he does is he tries to find a Position that he can take whereby he can communicate the truth but say you know if if i were mm. equal to god i would do something different i would mm. i would have done something it. he
2: so said that you're he, comfortable like he, he's, he's like easier like you know what's it easier been more than chances, male or female A, B, C, D, e, i'm like
0: <laughs> honestly I, I was just going i'm just gonna say real quick if you're if you okay so if you're acknowledging the sexual confusion that happens in people all the time there is a time where you go through life and it's like man you know maybe you're confused about your sexual orientation like maybe you're confused about uh your gender or i understand acknowledging that like man you know i know it sometimes it's hard but if he would have come full circle and would have been like but god has made it this way and there are ways to realize that and acknowledge that and to feel comfortable in that i feel like but for him to go to, I know how that feels, to then be like, I wish they were three. I wish there were four. <laughs> that does not draw anybody out of anything. No. That causes more sadness because when people start to go and try to pursue those three and fours, they end up suicidal.
1: Yes, absolutely. So it,
0: it, it's not helping anybody because we have people now trying to fulfill themselves in the threes and the fours and mm. fives and sixes. And, and they realize, oh, I can't actually change myself. And now I'm unhappy because I ruined Who I am. Yeah. Now I'm just like a shell of what I used to be. So what's what's next?
1: You know, what's really dangerous about what Mike Todd does in that particular clip that we just played is that he makes himself better than God. Mm -hmm. He makes himself better than, than God. And let me explain to you what I mean when I say that he makes himself better than God. He is trying to empathize with a person who is sexually confused. And his display of empathy says he would have made it easier for that person in his or her confusion, meaning that you should have been able to just pick what you want. You shouldn't be subjected to this arbitrary standard of the binary male and female. If I were there, I would have considered you. And if I were there, here's what I would have done for you. I would have given you the third, the fourth, the fifth. And as Mariah just pointed, the sixth and the seventh (laughs) option, I would have done that. Mm. So essentially what Mike Todd is saying, I'm better than God, but unfortunately for you, I'm not God. So I got to be bound by what he did. I don't understand it. It's not what I would have done. But but that's what he did. And so we got to live with that. Guys, that is reckless. That is dangerous. It is blasphemous. It's not something that is just a different style of preaching. Do you understand? It's not just a exuberant style of teaching where you no. this is you are claiming a type of equality with God or actually worse. you, You are claiming that you're better than God because you would have done something better than God. Now, mm. if I'm if I'm in this church, I'm running. I am mm. I'm running. But the problem is, as you heard and you saw in the clip, people are applauding this.
2: Right, people. And it's, yes,
0: it's because there's in 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 our hearts there is the hmm, I would have done that too. is mm. feeling. It's not like he's provoking conviction of like, ooh, that's my sin. That's wrong. Oh man, what he's provoking. He's promoting and encouraging that sin on a platform Mm -hmm. in front of like lights and smoke cannons and all this stuff (laughs) and so he's promoting the feeling that we all have of like i want to do it my way oh man and that you see in a little child a 30 something year old dude promoting this Mm -hmm. and people are like you know what yeah i agree you know i'm gonna aim in that because that's exactly how i feel oh man
1: that's so so sad
0: it's like they're all resonating with the message but yeah the wrong way.
2: Yes. And not to say the many people who are watching them on video and stuff like that, you know, because that's the church. But then have all these other followers outside of there. You know, the influence is big. And you know, that's why we have to be discerning.
1: That's so true. It's so yeah. true. All right. I want to play one more clip from Mike Todd. And wait, did we miss some of the comments? I know that the comments are flying. You guys are... <laughs> <laughs> you guys are as outraged as we are, and um, I don't it's, want to miss any of the I don't comments.
2: Is any way we could turn Mariah's audio up? But um, she's not on the external mic, so it's oh it's okay. Little,
1: so Mariah, if, you're gonna have to project Yo. if you can. Yeah,
0: Yo. oh, that's, that's a little bit,
1: <laughs> that's a little bit better. We should have set you up with a microphone, the the Yeti. Okay, one more clip here. Again, this is um, this is Pastor Mike Todd. Um, and and remember the the anchor video, <laughs> if you will for this live was one that we were sent where he's talking about, we're just all different drinks and people have their preferences. They have things that, that they like and things that they dislike. But if we're all leading people to Christ, if people are getting saved, if people are coming to the truth, then we should be able to celebrate that particular flavor of drink. And the point that we're making by bringing in these other videos is that what Mike taught, and this is just really skimming the surface. I mean, he's got years of foolishness Mm. Like <laughs> if if you just do a search for him, um, he's got years of foolishness. So this is really just skimming the surface of the fact that he is not bringing people to the one true and living God. He is not bringing people to the truth. He is bringing them to his version of pop cultural, um, positive affirmation. Get your praise on and leave unchanged on your way to destruction. And that's very very said, sad.
0: That um, one thing he did with oh, I keep forgetting the other man Tim Ross. The- Tim Ross, um, where it was talking about the economy. It seemed like this really bad match of, like, one-worldness that we kind of talked about a little bit. It was kind of like, you know, we all have a part to play in this. We all are. Like, it would just seemed like <laughs> self-empowerment. And it was just, like, it just, it's it's, weird. it's it feels like they just borrow every term possible to try to make themselves as relevant as they possibly can. You're
1: and not far off. It's right. really
0: sad that it shows how much acceptance they want yeah I, oh yeah that, that's a shame that that's like the reality that there needs there's that want to be like relevant and trendy and accepted and the places where mind you they shouldn't be
2: mm. they mm-hmm. want to be
0: accepted in the spots right that really don't need to welcome them you know
2: yeah they should yeah. be hated by it, really, that's that's right. <laughs> really good yeah
0: that's yeah. really good
1: I maybe we i want to unpack that on the other side of this clip
3: and you're welcome at Transformation Church. Trans is in the title. Transformation. You can be here. Oh, God. I, you're you're lost here. I want you here.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean. I, yeah. We
1: can't just sit in silence. <laughs> we, we can't. Um, it's not it's trans, not trans it's, is in not the name. Trans, it's transformation <laughs> I would have thought that it was taken from being like transformed by the power of God uh, maybe transformed by the spirit of yeah. God um, no longer again, being conformed to the
2: patterns of this world once again though the 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 cheering of the people saddens me
1: it's so sad you know, it is very sad like,
2: they get hype this and it's like man come on like like you can't tell me you're hearing this and it's not and it's not like grating on you like what oh, man. Or, or, or that you're not getting up and leaving or there's
0: something to that effect one. you know there's got to be one at least one
2: that feels like <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure Oof,
0: man, yeah that's just,
2: but like... you know what's
1: dangerous again let me just say this this goes beyond uh mike todd and this goes beyond transformation church and and here's what it does it shines a light on other churches, it, it shines a light on Orthodox Christianity, where we say, when you come here, expect to encounter Jesus and not remain as you are, mm-hmm. right? So in other words, what Mike Todd is saying is that I'm, I, I am obligated to tell you what God did. Now, I wouldn't have done it that way, but he did it that way. And that's just the way it is. But you are welcome here. You, I want you here, Come here. In other words, you're I am not going to make you uncomfortable in your sin. I'm not I'm not going to call you to holiness. I am not going to preach the truth with the kind of conviction that would lead you to Christ. No, you are welcome to be here because trans is in the name. All right, go ahead. Comment here.
2: Sure, they are welcome. But Jesus said even to the immoral woman to go and sin no more. Come on. Meaning he exactly. was telling her he forgave her, but she was to turn her life around. And that would be the same for them. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. It's, it, is, yeah. it is sugary. It is very soft. It is not the truth. It's not the truth. And I grieve like I, you know, even as we were preparing for this live this evening and and just looking at the videos like it is, it grieves you because yeah. you think of the tens of thousands of people who are showing up every week. I mean, yeah. this is the same church that earlier. Was it this year? Yeah, it was earlier this year. Their, their uh, Easter service their resurrection oh, service. Yeah.
2: Yep. Same church. No. Right?
1: Do you remember? I think I showed you a clip of this of their Easter service. Do you remember this? Do you remember Sean? Or did I not show you? I think I. Oh ma- me yeah. Yeah. Did I we show? you?
0: <laughs> it. Um, I thought you were talking to Dad. No, we were, we watched it. Um, I remember we were sitting at the table and um, there was a guy that we watched his channel. Um, and he was doing commentary on it, and then we found a bunch of commentary on it. Um, and I had actually been talking to some of my friends about it and they were like, oh yeah, you haven't seen, it was this Easter play with, uh, Mike Todd and they were doing this and that and just, it was, I've seen it. Yeah. Is yeah. that something, let yeah. me, let me just ask. So, so you at
1: 16 years old, is that something that you think, even once I showed you the video, is that something that you find cool and relevant coming from a church? Why or why not?
0: Um, I would say it's relevant. But for a church, it's not cool.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: I I feel like, yeah, I mean, you're hitting all the markers of what people want to see and want to encounter. I mean, everybody loves The Greatest Showman. So, of course, they want to see a bunch of people singing and dancing on stage. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, it's checking all the boxes. But as far as, again, what I was saying before, the meat of the message, it's like where, where, what what's the story? It just they were a little too good. They were a little too good. This is what bothered me that they were way too good at making the villains evil. It seemed like <laughs> they just really tried. It, it didn't take a lot to really just put
2: black <laughs> to be bad.
0: Oh
1: <laughs> man, that's scary. Yeah. That the yeah. point that you're like you're you're saying they were good at being bad. They they were yeah. they were good at being bad. That's like those that's really sad. That was
0: really like it seemed like a, um hmm what is it? Is it Grammys? Those performances that have been out lately? Yes. Where it's like the um, demonic ones. <laughs> totally yes. Yeah. Made you know, headlines this like year. Those things. I was like... I think
2: that probably that's probably what they were going for. I think for. that's
1: what they were going for. That's kind that's, of the that's standard.
0: The, that's even worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I
1: mean... <laughs> yeah. Right, right. All right. We've got one more clip here. And this clip is courtesy of uh, dissenter.com. And... Uh, the the question is, can can Christians or should Christians um, advocate for the religious freedom of other religions in America, and mm. and and what does that look like? And J.D. Greer, Pastor J.D. Greer, is on a panel, and he responds to that question. And we'll just play the clip, and then we'll come out, and we'll talk about it. Here we go
3: the URL for Muslim Twitter, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna go there. All right, because <laughs> I don't know if we're at that place yet where I can make that type of joke. Um, but, um, you know, the, I think the point is that we need to have those conversations. We need, you know, uh, Christians in particular need to think broader in terms of what their, does your notion of religious freedom include Orthodox Jews, Muslims, uh, black churches, Hispanic Catholics, does it include those that are also racialized and that are often put on the opposite side? of of some of the politics that come out of out of the far right.
4: Yeah. So, you know, at at the beginning, you referred to the the parable that Jesus told the Good Samaritan. And one of the, the characteristics of that parable was that it was somebody who was very different. The Samaritan and the Jew had different ethnicities. They had different religions. They were considered societally enemies. And one of the things that Jesus was teaching through that is the test of virtue and love is not how fervently you fight for your own rights or the rights of people that are like you but will you give that same amount of devotion and care to people that are not like you? And so, yes, I'm grateful for those that are fighting for, you know, Christian rights, so to speak, in the public square, but, you know, that's not really, that's just self-protection, that's all that is, that's self-interest, everybody does that. You know, really what, what, what Christ-like like <laughs> service is, is when Omar feels like that I am fighting for the blessing and the rights of his family and his rights as much as I would my own because that's, you know, that, that would be what, what we believe that Jesus did, you know? And I think that that's, that's a, that's an area that that Christians retreat into self-interest rather than Christ-like servanthood.
0: But
1: that's not what Jesus did. No. And okay. <laughs> uh, look, and <sighs> to advocate for the truth of the cross and to av- advocate for the truth of the gospel is not a self-interest. Like what, 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 okay. So what, (laughs) what textbook does that come from? This, I I feel like, you know, (laughs) what in ecumenism is like, what is like, what is, what is going on here? Right? So this is an attempt to not ruffle any feathers. Mm -hmm. This is an attempt to say, Hey, I am free here to operate in the public square because I put all religions on the same plane as mine. (laughs) Do you understand how destructive that is? Do you understand how dangerous that is not only to other Christians who are listening to you who are following you you are a pastor but also to people who have not come to Christ. So now you're just saying that your religion is just one among many. Mm. I mean you you even have the guy here who I would assume is a Muslim mm-hmm. who is talking about you know do you put uh Jewish faith and and um Muslim faith uh, and and black christianity <laughs> how, how what what like <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute! What? Wait, oh,
2: like, wait, what? Well, you got to put that in the woke narrative because it's black and brown people. You know, you got, you have to put that in there, like that.
1: So, so was was the Samaritan was the was the good Samaritan helping someone who was unlike him to advance a message, or was he helping meeting that person's felt needs? Right. Because this is in line with what we are compelled to do as followers of Christ. We, we do meet people's felt needs, but we do not advance wicked kingdoms. That's right. Or actually, there's one kingdom, but various manifestations of the one wicked kingdom. We right. don't advance those kingdoms or right. that, that, kingdom that kingdom through those manifestations. You guys know what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it try so hard to be, um, I guess it would be, in their eyes, nice or hospitable. It's the same thing he did about the homosexual issue, you know, and using pronouns. He called it pro- pronoun, pronoun hospitality. hospitality and we need to be advocates and allies for we should be the biggest a- advocates and allies he said, you know, for that community. I'm like, what what are you talking about? Why are you so squishy? He's
0: <laughs> acting like Jesus you know? never addressed him. He's act, He's acting like, and if he's saying he's doing this all in the name of, like, Christianity, like, this is what Jesus would have done, this is what Jesus did, he, you know, and all of this, it, it, he's, and making it seem like there was never, that he, there's never a time in his life that he's read, if he even does read in the Bible, that Jesus doesn't address, like, he's making it seem like Jesus has never addressed sin, that Jesus has never, um, rebuked people, um, that Jesus wasn't hard on his disciples when they were wrong. Correct. He wasn't hard on the ones who should have known scripture. But so were, this is um, when this is when
1: people are attempting to be nicer than Jesus. Right. Mariah. Like and the, the to the point that you're making, this is an attempt to ignore the hard truths of scripture. And I want to say who just made I think it was Kathy here on the live who said JD is a big name. He recently was a speaker at the Gospel Coalition event. What does that say about the Gospel Coalition? Please listen to today's episode of Culture Proof. The, please listen to the podcast because there was a post over at the Gospel Coalition. It was taken down.
0: <laughs>
1: it was taken down, yeah. but it was first posted, okay, which tells you a lot about where the Gospel Coalition is today in, in their convictions and what they allow to be posted to their website. So yeah. it's very troubling. Look, my, my thing is this. Yes, I, I believe in the free exercise of religion. And I believe that that is a value that we hold in this country that is dear to us, right? But that does not mean that I am compelled to advocate for everybody's religion. That doesn't mean that I have now got to 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 take up the mantle or to run the race for everybody's religious convictions. That means that you are free to live and and to practice what what you believe freely in the mm-hmm. public square as am I, right. but I am still going to tell you the truth. My my religious conviction is not one religion among many. It sets itself apart mm-hmm. by fact It sets itself apart by the claims of Christ that he is the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through him. And then not only does Jesus make that claim, but he says that he is going to die and be resurrected. And he did. And there were eyewitnesses. So this is not a revelation that appeared to a group of people and said, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and make a Christian faith around this. This is something that, you know, happened to us in a cave. (laughs) <laughs> we, we were told to go ahead and write these these letters and we're going to call them scripture. And, and and this appeared to us, this an angel visited us. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's actually not what happened. Right. What happened is that you actually have men who lived and walked with Jesus, who were trained and discipled by him. And they were told the truth by Jesus Christ and everything that Jesus said that he would do. He did. And there are promises outstanding because you remember the apostles as they're looking up as, as Jesus ascends into heaven, right? And the angel says, hey, why are you standing there looking around like that? Mm. This same Jesus as you, that you see ascending is going to come back in the same way that he left. Mm. So that's an outstanding promise. But they were with him. They were taught by him after the resurrection. They saw him in bodily form asking for food to eat. <laughs> Like we, we don't have a faith that is on par with other faiths. <laughs> We're, it's not, you know, here are the, here are the Christians, the dominant culture in America trying to, you know, maintain their dominant hold on the culture. No, here are the Christians. We have the truth. You would do well to listen Yeah. because it means your eternity.
2: What do you think of this? I had this uh, question, comment up. Um, I can separate my civic responsibility to support the rights of another citizen to practice the religion they choose from my responsibility to uh, share the truth of the gospel.
1: Well, I, I think your support of a person's right to choose does not mean that you have to advocate
2: specifically for what they choose. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. You know, he constantly talks about being advocates for certain groups Mm -hmm. and it's the groups that are seen in society really as the ones that that have a lot of, um, they're favored Yeah. Because of their, you know, I guess, position in society. But he has these he makes these comments about being advocates and allies, you know, for for these groups. And when I think of us, you know, as Christians, I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, how can we be advocates for sin? I'm I'm, I'm thinking primarily this time of of the uh, homosexual, you know, comments (laughs) he made about, you know, being advocates and allies. Yeah. And, and it's like, man, like how do you do that? You know, because you if you align with them, that's that means that you're also participating in sin. You're agreeing with sin. Yeah, I just don't sin.
1: understand where that comes from. I'm thinking of, I think it was a few years back, um, it was Russell Moore who signed an amicus uh, brief that's um, one. <laughs> for the building of of a mosque, and I I just think, okay, look, it's it's one thing to love your neighbor and to want to make a meal for your neighbor to serve your neighbor but you are not actually serving your neighbor when you affirm a lie. Mm. And and so to sign on to say I'm an advocate for you being able to build a mosque for the proliferation of a lie. It it almost it almost um provides a false sense of security for the person who is going to prayer or who is going to gather at the mosque. I just that actually look and and this is why it's so important for us to define our terms. That is actually not loving your neighbor. Right. When when you affirm a lie, that is not loving your neighbor. And this just seems to be a pattern for J.D. Greer. You say you want to engage in pronoun hospitality. That's affirming a lie. (laughs) You say you want to fight for the rights of people to believe all things. And that is affirming a lie. You, you have the right to do it, but I'm not going to affirm it. Right. I, yes. You have that freedom in this country, but I'm not going to sign on and put your religious belief on par with mine as if it's just one among many.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess what's frustrating is, is it, it's see, what's frustrating. It just, it seems like it's a lot of the Christian community doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh and mainly, like, I don't see any other religions doing this. No, they don't <laughs> have <Right>. to. And, <laughs> yeah, it, you're it, right. It doesn't seem like there's, like, like they don't go out of their way to accept anything from Christianity. And I, I know we all know why. It's just I feel like people don't really, I feel like no one's taking a step back and realizing, oh, wait, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? I'm kind mm-hmm. of working overtime to be a, a softie. Because <laughs> right. there's nowhere in scripture that really suggests that I need to be.
1: No, right. exactly. It's It is a fear of man. It's a fear of man. You want to. Yeah.
2: Oh, the scripture, um, Romans 132, although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve debt, uh, they not only continue to do these very things, also approve uh, of those who practice them. That's the affirmation. That's the being the ally or advocate for for sin.
1: Which thanks to Little Red House. Can I can I say this, though? That is listed in God's case against humanity. Right. This is Romans mm-hmm. 1, right? This is where God records his case of get, against humanity. This is, these are the ways that we have sinned against God. This is our transgression. Right. Mm. These are the things that we have done against the holiness and the righteousness of God. And these things deserve death listed among these things. Like sometimes we've got the big billboard sins that we want to talk about. But listed among those things is the affirmation of those who do those things, mm. who have turned away from the one true and living God. Yeah. Right. Who yeah. have worshiped the created rather than the creator who is to be forever praised. Amen. Like yeah. this is like, so when you see things like this and when you see these conversations, they sound deep and they sound heady, right? Like these are people, and, and I want to say this because I, you know, I, Mariah said if he does read the Bible, he reads, J.D. Greer reads the Bible. J.D. Greer is, Allegedly. It, a, <laughs> he's a student of God's word, right? Meaning that he okay, studies, <laughs> he I'm studies, done. he studies the Bible. But what we see here is a fear of man and a desire to be relevant that has caused a great compromise on the authority of the word or the authority of the scriptures that he is a student of. And that's really sad. And the Bible talks about
2: about that, like the fear of man, you know, that's going to prove to be a snare. And, Mm. (laughs) you know, and that's what that's what's happening. They, They catch themselves in the snare and they cause other people to be ensnared by their philosophy you know it's it's sad you know so he's on the stage and he has to make sure he you know say the right things because he's on the stage with a muslim guy Mm -hmm. you know and i don't know and the pressure's on you know and so you got to say the right thing you don't want to offend and it's like man just if you stand on the word of god that's enough
1: that's enough That's enough. yeah
2: that's enough it's really sad it's really
1: sad so so look so we're, we're gonna come to the end of this live you know um there are and, and and what I want and not for it to be like heavy. I know we think of live and we think of upbeat, but they're going to look, it's going to it's going to vary from week to week. There'll be things that we talk about that, you know, maybe it's going to be funny and, and maybe it's not. But can I just tell you that receiving this message and, and watching this video, um, man, it really grieved me. It really grieved me because I perceive that both these men, Tim Ross and Mike Todd, they both think, and I'll throw in there, J.D. Greer, they both think that they are saying something deep in different ways. It just grieves me because I think they perceive themselves to be saying something deep and relevant for the audience. Both of them, or all three of them, speaking to a different audience and attempting in, for that context to be deep. And to be relevant, Hmm. you know, it's sort of J.D. Greer is going for the amen that works in that crowd. And Mike Todd and Tim Ross are going for the amen that works in their crowd. Wow. And it's really sad in
2: both ways. Man, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, um, trying to be a man pleaser, you know, trying to say the right things and the things that won't get people necessarily leaving not not the people that you don't want to leave you know leaving and uh, it's it's tickling their ears Mm. you know man it's sad
1: it's sad so look we have to be discerning and we have to warn people it's not popular what has become culturally normative is for us to always just shake our head and say we understand mark these men cousin jerry is right about it Mm -hmm. mark these men and call them out. Like, that's that's why I don't even feel shy about doing a live like this, because these men are wolves. Like, they are deceiving people. They're, they are providing a false sense of security. As people are believing lies, they are sitting in a position of authority, and they're teaching week in and week out. Now, Tim Ross, you know, it's a different type of platform because he's switched over to being a podcaster, right? But he still teaches from a place of authority and yeah. the, remember the only reason he ran it back on the cussing christian thing is because he's still preaching in churches and he didn't want to cause problems for the pastors who would invite him
2: oh, for so it's not
1: because he saw the error of his ways yeah. and believed that he was violating <laughs> god's holy word it's because hey i don't want to mess up my invites Jennifer, Jennifer Miller has a great question. She said, would you address sometime uh, what circumstances does silence amount to trying to please mm. or not offend the audience? I'm going to tell you, I really think it's the posture of the heart. Mm-hmm. Like there there are times where I've been on a platform where it's been like a, a group of people answering questions and um I have, there's been something I've wanted to say in a response and I've felt like, okay, you know what, maybe I'm going to pull that person aside and talk to them because there's something a little bit deeper here that if I said it in this context, it might embarrass that person, yeah. right? It, it might unnecessarily um I I don't know how to describe it, like put that person in a position where they're not going to really hear what I would like to say. So I've been in a situation where I've just, you know, I've listened and then I've thought I'm going to talk to that person afterwards. But then there are other times where I think, man, this this was brought out publicly and it's wrong. Mm. And if I sit here, it looks like I agree and it adversely affects those who hear it. Mm. So I got to say something publicly mm. and I, and I don't want this to sound like a cop out, but I really think it comes down to following the leading of the Holy Spirit yeah, and knowing, I would say <clears throat> most of the time we need to say something.
2: Yeah. It was like, you know, um, the instance where Paul had to tell Peter because there were so many witnesses, and he yes. was doing wrong, it was with a high hand, you know. So Paul had to say, "Hey, you're not acting. In, you're not acting in line with the gospel." No, you no, know? and it and had to be a public display and yeah. Peter's
1: status. You know, and so Amen.
2: there are times for that, you know, um, and you see routinely. Oh, uh, not Paul and others. They they would name names. They would say this person did this. Yeah, you know yeah. this person did this.
1: Everybody knows Alexander the Coppersmith.
2: Right, right. <laughs> you know, and it's not that. Oh yeah, we just love putting people on blast. Mm-hmm. But man, for the sake of the gospel, some of these things have to have to be exposed and and shown for what they are. You know, so people can be warned.
1: Oh, this is a good question, JD, your son not greer jd your son says would y'all say these guys are not christians and he put three question marks listen i am quite comfortable leaving this in god's court mm-hmm. and i say that respectfully but i'm <laughs> i'm really comfortable leaving um this in in god's court because there 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 is a revelation that happens and sometimes it's quick and sometimes it lingers. I'm thinking of the apostle John in his letters where he talks about these false teachers who they were revealed as they went out from us because Mm. they were not of us. Mm. So that means for a time they were operating among us and they looked
2: like it It and they looked looked
1: like like they were of us, but then they went out from us and it is revealed that they are not of us. Right. And so the Bible is very clear that all of those who say, Say that they are of us are not. Um, but we leave that to the Lord. We leave that to the Lord. Now, now, look, there, there are some things that are glaring. There are some things that you can say, man, this is false teaching. You can say this is a misstep, like this is a misapplication of scripture. Um, and, and you can rebuke because the Bible does say you rebuke. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are other things that you just say, man, this person has fallen away. And and how how do we discern that man? We discern that by like is the person continuing on in this? Mm-hmm. Is the is the person ramping up in their sin? Is the person continuing to just dig in with false teaching? Then now it's not a misstep or an error in this one place. It's become a pattern of the way the person teaches, and you reject it. You call it out, and you reject it. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's helpful to well, our amen. son. Amen,
2: amen. No, I, I fully agree with that. I mean, it would it would be seen. And you're right Stephanie You were known by their fruit
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, Mariah you had something You want to say Go ahead Ryan.
0: I was just going to say As far as the salvation uh, Question is concerned um, the As the requirements For being saved Like what are the requirements I think a lot of time We look at um, And we Me I'm included <laughs> Look at um, External Or maybe how loud Someone is about something That um, they believe That it's just like So unorthodox Not even funny And we look at what a person is living by and saying and and we're like man this person must not be saved sometimes that ju- sometimes that is a judgment call I mean like sometimes <laughs> that is um, something that like a judgment that we need to make but other times I think it's it's laughing sorry I do other times it's something that's like well what does it take to be to be saying mm. what does it take what are the requirements what does jesus require of us so
1: are um, you saying are you saying discerning whether or not the person has violated what we know to be the marks of a person who's in christ or whether or not that person needs discipleship like they're actually a christian but or need more dis-
0: or yeah, it seems like he needs more discipleship. I'm just thinking about Mike Todd. He needs more <laughs> discipleship and people that are just going to call him out. I don't think – I wouldn't think that it's actually a lack – I know I said before it just seems like discipleship. I don't know. It seems like it could be that. But I also think that it could be that he knows a lot and has decided that he's kind of just going to do his own thing. Yeah. It seems like he knows a lot, but no one has called him out on these little mile markers that he's – and so now he's kind of like – Can I say, you know, let me, I know that's something different, but that's also a lot of Christian artists too. They're kind of just like, um, (laughs) mediocre and then they take off. Let me say (laughs) this
1: to, to the question of Mike Todd. I know I, I saw Mike Todd talking about the fact that he has not been formally trained in the handling of God's word, um, that he just kind of found himself in a youth teaching position where he began with just sort of like, man, I'm, and he, he was joking about it. He was like, man, I'm just teaching them what I know. Uh, it's like McGee and Me, Adventures in Odyssey. Like he, he, He's like, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't have any formal training. I'm just in this position where I've got a bunch of youth. And then this youth group started growing. And I mean, what I'm saying is this, this would be the person that elders in the church would say, you need to sit down you need to be taught yeah. and trained to rightly handle the word of truth and you you have not been trained and that's what i think is showing Man, that's yeah. what i, like I think all is the
0: coming out yeah his church are just his friends probably <laughs> have no elders. Don't
2: yeah have any elders. and i don't know i don't know to make a buff of his church but it seems like there's a bunch of them that kind of start off like that either they yeah. were like you know video people are in the, uh youth pastors and then andy you know, stanley you know yeah because andy stanley was <laughs> like man could i just be a volunteer like he he didn't even work you know joe olstein joe olstein I'm I'm, i mean look, a I mean, lot
1: of Christians can i tell you something doing. that makes that makes me sad about that though is that a lot of times you, what you'll hear is i started out teaching my youth group and and it just shows what we think about the youth Mm. that we're just like yeah they don't need a lot of training like we you know we reserve the the deep theological training the you know the the being steeped in god's word do we know how to exegete scripture we we want that for the adults but the kids man let them eat cake like that's kind of the (laughs) thing and and that's what you see coming out and that's why we have such a falling away and Mm. um of our young people. And so wow. anyway, I you know, and look, and I want to say I want to say even though we are pretty strong in our in our uh, commentary on what we see coming from what appears to be the apostate church in America, look, I still hold out that the Lord can stir the hearts of these people yeah. and call them to repentance. That that they can publicly oh, confess, yeah. "Hey, Amen. I'm wrong." I think of Rosaria Butterfield mm-hmm. who who said um, that she was using pronouns. She mm-hmm, was using mm-hmm. people's preferred pronouns as a means by which to love them. Now, she is saved. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look, I would say, I disagree with that. I disagree with that, and right. I would disagree with that publicly. Um, but then you have Rosaria Butterfield turn around and say, man, I've been convicted that I should not be affirming a lie. Mm. And she did that publicly. I mean, mm. so that everyone would know that she had done a 180 from that position. Yeah. So I want to leave space, and I want to leave room
2: Grace for- space.
1: Dad? Uh, huh? <laughs> anyway, Grace y'all, this live is Don't officially over. <laughs> what? Don't Don't anyway, all right. So that's it. That's that's all, guys. Look, we appreciate you joining us every week as we pray and we ask the Lord to help us have a, um, a good discussion, something that's going to benefit you. You give us your time, and we give you our time. We want it to be worth it. We want to encourage you to resist the cultural trends that rival the truth. And when you do, Mariah, what happens?
0: You remain culture-proof.
1: Until next time, (laughs) Lord willing.
2: God bless.